My friends, there is a table waiting. It is plain fair, but its plainness is fair. It is compassion. It is grace. It is love. You're invited, wherever you are and whoever you are, to be at this table, this worldwide global table, and share the good news and the grace and the story of hope. Come to the table. There is a place for each of us. Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the minister at New Kilpatrick Parish Church. And today we share in communion. You can do that in your imagination or you may want to pause the podcast now and just go and find yourself some bread and a little juice and bring them back. And together we will share in communion, telling the story of the feeding of the 5,000 and finding that as they had enough, there has always been enough and we are enjoying still such generosity. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd. And he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled and they took up what was left over of the broken pieces. Twelve baskets full. And those who ate were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Amen. So, who would you, or indeed, maybe you are already voting in the Conservative leadership election. So who are you going to vote for? Well, actually, I'm not really that interested, but what is interesting is how people are changing sides, making sure they end up at the right party. It's important to be seen with the right people in the right place at the right time. Usually, it's all about power or status, and clearly that has been going on for millennia because it's there in the Bible too. We've just read the story of the 5,000, probably the biggest party in the Bible, because if you were to include women and children, and the Bible specifically says they weren't counted, which is an insight into the place of both in that culture, then quite literally you would be at a gathering bigger than most cities of the time. There was another party going on just before the feeding of the 5,000. It was perhaps smaller in number attending, but had just as big consequences. 
It's the party where Herod watches Herodias' daughter dance. And as a reward, she asks for John the Baptist's head. The passage today begins with when Jesus heard this. And it is this event he has just received news of. And in grief, because John was his cousin and he studied under him, he goes off to a lonely place to be by himself, to reflect, grieve. But the crowd follow and the 5,000 want to hear from him. By the end of the day, Jesus is probably exhausted emotionally as well as physically. And the disciples fear the crowd's hunger, that they are not able to supply their needs. And against the backdrop of this story about Herod's birthday, filled with fear and conspiracy and violence, a meal with those who speak truth to power being executed, Jesus, in contrast, takes a plain meal of fish and bread, enough to fill perhaps only himself and a few others, and brings in a new world order. And the contrast is startling. You have the luxury of the wealthy and powerful and their failed feast where they just didn't get enough against the plainness of bread and fish and everyone being fed. The disciples are ready to send the folk off to get their own food, their own sustenance, but Jesus won't have that. There is something bigger going on here. He shapes a community out in the wilderness, away from the centres of power, into a different economy. This economy is shaped by care and compassion and sharing, rather than Herod's economy of fear, brutality and power. The version of society Jesus initiates out on the edge makes no sense to those in the centre, where it is about power, which is perhaps our biggest lesson. Jesus, here in the wilderness, actively prohibits a sense of everyone for themselves and offers resources shared with all, especially the least, the women and the children not counted, the invisible ones in the crowd. The miracle is surely that. How Jesus did it doesn't matter. The fact that the miracle of sharing happened and deliberately stands against the selfish party Herod attended invites us to choose which party, which party shall we be seen at? The table set for us is one of bread and wine, common fare, filled with heaven. A feast, a party for all, no matter who we think the world thinks we are. Here it is a different economy. So come to the table. Your place is waiting. Be part of heaven's feast. There is a story of bread and wine that fed more than 5,000 and still does and has been doing so for millennia. It began one night when a saviour, quiet and anxious, broke bread with his disciples. Twelve of them broke it and shared it. 
and there was enough to go round. The bread was broken, and so was heaven that night. And love, and hope. For the Saviour told a new story, not of freedom from Egypt and the Passover escape, but of a new freedom that was about to arrive in his death. For this bread broken was his body. The silence hit the disciples hard. Yes, there had been concerns and rumours, but to hear such an outcome on the lips of the rabbi was earth-shattering. And silently they broke the bread and passed it round as if participating in some way in the death that was to come. And before they could comprehend, the Saviour took the wine and passed it too, asking them to taste it, the new covenant sealed in his blood. The wine was already bitter from Passover. Now it was sharp and full of ages. Bread and wine passed round the table, broken and everyone shared and there was enough. And there still is. As we continue to break the same bread, pass the same wine, the miracle of the 5,000 continues round this extended table and all will have a share. Gathering God into this space, into this moment, into this feast, we gather. And in you, we meet. And in love, we share. And in hope, we find ourselves. May we have ears to hear the voices of the generations before us, the great communion of saints who have met here before us and those who will yet meet in future times and places. Still, with the bread breaking and being shared with enough for all, enough heaven and justice, enough peace and truth, enough grace and love to redeem and renew the rebirth of the world. And in the many names we hear, May we also hear the angels sing the song of love that echoes down the ages heard among the heavens. Holy, holy, holy God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in God's name. Hosanna in the highest. And in this community we create wherever we are, around a plethora of tables scattered between us, we shape a space, holy and worldly, where your spirit dances with us all and breathes through us the vision of the kingdom. And we give thanks and we find this sharing space, one where grace never runs out. There is enough and then some. So be it. Amen. Jesus took the bread and broke it and said, This is my body broken for you. Eat of it, all of you. 
there is enough for all. Jesus took wine, lifted it and said, This is the new covenant sealed in my blood. Drink of it, all of you. There is enough for all. What began then continues now. What started in an upper room continues wherever we find ourselves. Taste now and eat the gifts of God for the people of God. Peace be with you. Peace be with the hungry and the poor. Peace be with the powerful and rich. Peace, deep peace. The peace that comes in the rebalancing of the world. That peace be with us all. Thank you for joining us once more on our podcast. It's good to have you gathering in this unique kind of community. We are continuing to grow back closer together uh, face-to-face with a variety of activities. You'll have found that out in the bulletin. You can download that from the website or receive it on the post. Um, The website is at nkchurch.org.uk. We have a picnic after the communion service in church this Sunday. But we also have various activities of quiz night coming up. We've got coffee pot coming back in September. We've got Bible study. We've got discussion group. We've got a health and well-being activity. That will join the other activities that are already happening, such as daybreak and sing song and the friendship hour, as well as the guild returning in a few weeks' time as well. So lots happening and lots of news to tell you about over the next couple of weeks. So please do tune in again on the website, in the podcast, on YouTube, or if you feel able and safe enough to to come and visit us um, face-to-face in the sanctuary. But let's gather all these activities, thoughts and concerns together in our prayers for others. Let us pray. We lay here on the table those who have a place here, but not in the world. The hungry, the poor, those in conflict, those forgotten those anxious and worried, those ill mentally and physically, our families and neighbours. May the peace of this table and the hope it offers be enough, be enough for all. So be it. Amen. Go now in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.